0: What's up everybody? Welcome back. And this is a dope show. Welcome to my podcast for those of you who are just tuning in. For those of you who listen to the first podcast, uh, welcome back. Hope all is well with you. And today we'll be talking about uh the NFC win-loss records for the year. Uh we may do a little over-under. I was trying to get a host to come in and host this with me, but unfortunately I wasn't able to get somebody because of the time restraints. He fell asleep on me, Ryan. Uh, but we'll go ahead and knock this out. It's three forty-five in the morning and it is Tuesday morning at that. Everybody is asleep and I'm at work. So I figured this would be the best time for me to knock it out. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be the first team that we're going to talk about going into the win-loss records for the year of 2018. And honestly, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. And I think the Cowboys are going to probably go 9-7 and seven this year. Uh, that's Them and the Giants, I think, will both go 9-7. and seven. I'll go ahead and say that. Uh, I don't feel like They'll do better, I will, at least for the Cowboys. I don't feel like they'll win more than nine games. or I don't feel like, whatever, they'll lose less than seven games. If It just depends on how you look at it. Uh, so I think they're going to finish nine and seven for the year. Uh, Dak has a lot to prove. Uh, Zeke has a lot to prove. The whole team does, really. Even Terrence Williams, you know what I mean, with the whole offseason stuff that he was going through, he's got to play really well to get people to forget about that. Uh, but moving on to the New York Giants, uh, the New York Giants, like I said, I think they'll finish also at nine and seven this year. And that's no shot at them. I think that with playing with this rookie, Eli's going to have to go through a uh, like a little meshing meshing phase. I'm sorry uh, to get him acclimated to the offense in a real game, real live action scenario versus a preseason game when I'll be the first to say it. Nobody's really giving a damn and nobody's really putting forth the effort like it's a real game. So whatever you saw in a preseason game, don't think that's what's going to happen in a regular season. Uh, and Plus, Saquon Barkley, I think it was his hamstring he had pulled or something like that. So he's going to be dealing with that. It's going to be a little he's going to have a little lag to him. Uh, But that is my take on the New York Giants. And moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles, the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, might I add. Uh, You know, they won, so you got to respect it. Uh, I think the Eagles will win 10 games, maybe 11 games. 11 and 5 is what I'll see this year. 11 and 5, they win the division, which, hey, I mean, you go back-to-back conference champs. You know what I mean? Uh, Doug Peterson is a amazing coach to have uh, and to play for. And I think that the age of the team will really benefit. I mean, a lot of those guys are young. Some, I mean, they do have some veterans, but a lot of those guys are young. So they'll be coming back and they're looking to get better each year, which is good. And that's what you want if you're a coach. Uh, now, we're going to the Washington Redskins, which honestly, I think they might have the worst uh, schedule or the worst win-loss at the end of the season. Uh, I'm not seeing many wins for the Washington Redskins. So, whew. I said earlier, I told somebody that I think the Redskins will win four games, and I'm going to stand by that. So, we'll go 4-12 and 12 for the Redskins. If you do have a disagree, uh, if you do disagree with that, I'm sorry, go ahead, leave a comment on my Instagram leave a comment on my Twitter or no I don't have Twitter anymore or leave a comment on my Facebook and you know maybe I'll put it on the next podcast or maybe I'll reply directly to you who knows but we'll go ahead and jump up to the NFC, NFC North and begin with the Chicago Bears out of that division uh the Bears honestly in the NFC North are the worst team uh they got a second year quarterback uh, Mitch Trubisky, I think is his name. I think he's gonna do horrible, and I mean that. I see nothing but a noodle arm for him. They were better off with uh, what's his name? Uh, Jay. Uh, fuck, J. Cutler. I don't know why that name slipped my damn mind. He played with his ass in college too. Uh, but I think they're gonna do horrible. Let's see, they open up at Green Bay, which That's a primetime game. I think Green Bay going to blow them out. So I'm calling 48-13 Green Bay opening weekend. And then they have Seattle at home, which will be a little bit easier. But Russell Wilson will be getting back into the swing of things at that point. They'll beat uh, Arizona. Arizona (laughs) Arizona might have the worst record at the end of it. They got Sam Bradford as their quarterback. So... If you've had him as your quarterback, you already know what to expect from that guy. But let's go ahead and call the Bears uh, an 8-8 eight and eight season or a 7-9. Either one of those two uh, is the record that I see them having. And I don't think they'll be doing better than that. Moving on to the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Detroit Lions, eh. They're okay. The head coach is pretty, uh, I'm unfamiliar with him. I do know that the Chicago Bears coach is a new head coach and a new offensive coordinator, but I don't understand why they keep doing that. It's kind of the same reason Alex Smith wasn't uh, successful so far in the NFLs because he had so many offensive coordinators in the time that he was here in in Kansas City and in San Francisco that it was just like, well, what do I do? Well, Dink and Dunk plays. Let's get him that and he can manage that. So he ended up turning into a game manager, which is good, but it didn't or doesn't really work out if you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh but moving on to the Lions, I see a horrible season so we'll go ahead and call it uh six and ten for the Lions. Sorry for anybody who plays for the Lions or a fan of the Lions and we'll go to the Packers. The Green Bay Packers, uh let's go ahead and say ten and six, ten and six, eleven and five. They won't do better than that. Uhhuh. I think Green Bay will do really well this year. I just don't think they're going to be 13, 14 wins in a season. That's just my personal opinion on that. Some of y'all may have a different opinion on that, but that mean it's wrong. Just an opinion. And we'll go ahead and move on to my Minnesota Vikings. Uh, going on to the Vikings, I feel really good about our season. I don't think it'll be a... 12 win season. Uh, I'll be happy with 11 wins. Uh, If we win, if we go 11 and 5, I'll be happy with that. If we go 12 and 4, I'll be ecstatic about that. Uh, But for the last two or three years, we played amazing. Uh, We got double digit wins each of those last years. We won the division two out of the last three years. The only time we other lost was to the Green Bay Packers. So uh, when you think about it like that, we're on the upside of our trajectory, which is good because we've been on the downside of it for so long. And, you know, it's just been a bunch of heartache, especially last year. We just not going to get into it. Seven points is really nothing to gloat about. So, but like I said, I see us winning 11, 12 games this year, uh, meaning we'll lose four or five games and move on to the NFC South. The NFC South Uh, I think they're going to have some really good football games coming out of the NFC South. And when you look at who's in this conference, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay is not going to be doing too well this year, but all those other teams will be playing really good football. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons will be doing well because of the rookie that they drafted, uh, He will get a lot of open looks because of Muhammad Sanu and Julio Jones will be taking a bunch of attention away from him. So Matt uh, Matt Ryan will be able to get some uh, chemistry early on in the season with the rookie. I mean, he's going to be targeting Julio and Muhammad, of course, because they got to get their touches. Those are the main guys in that offense. But I do think this rookie, I can't remember his name, so please excuse me on that. But I do think this rookie will... At least I'll call it 950 yards, and he'll that'll be a good year for a rookie. Uh, I mean, that's no moss or anything like that, but it's still good. 950 receiving yards for the rookie, and we'll go Atlanta losing nine and seven, and they'll get second place in the division or maybe third place. And the team that I think will win the division is the team that I'm about to speak on now, which is the Carolina Panthers. Now, honestly, at this point, I really feel like Cam Newton will win the uh, offensive MVP uh, or the MVP period. I think he's going to play above anything that we've seen from him in the past, especially with this whole... uh, Kelvin Benjamin or Calvin Benjamin, whatever his name is. I'm not really sure which one it is, but you know, the beef that I'm talking about, uh, I don't personally get into it too much. I really don't know what's going on with him. I feel like that's between them two and they should be the only two handling it. The media need to keep the ass out of somebody out of grown folks business. That's what the old folks used to say around my way. Stay your ass out of grown folks business. And so that's what we do. Uh, but moving on to the win loss record we'll go uh based on what they're doing in the preseason again this is preseason so you can't really get too hype on it uh but they're undefeated right now in the preseason and they played Pittsburgh for the last preseason game uh, they open against Dallas I think they're going to I really think they're going to come out and Cam is just going to embarrass him he's going to be playing at home so he going it's set up for him to just show out you know what I mean he might have three throwing touchdowns and maybe a passing touchdown and you know, four touchdowns total 350 passing yards. That's a damn good day for cam, especially to start it out. Uh, not too good of a, uh, a starting block for Dallas, but cam Newton. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, but like I was saying, getting to the record, I see them win an 11 game. This is 11 win season for them. So, uh, we'll go with 11 and five on that. And, uh, that's pretty much how I feel about that team. The New Orleans Saints uh, is kind of tricky. Uh, they snuck by people with Alvin Kamara last year, Kamara, whatever his name is. They snuck by a lot of, or not snuck by, but surprised a lot of people with his play and being able to incorporate him into the offense so quickly. A lot of people didn't expect that. There was no game footage on him, so they didn't know what his attributes were. Uh, or what he brought to the offense playing with Drew Brees. I mean, and it's Drew Brees. The dude got like, I think I read something like 2,600 yards, and he's going to be the all-time leading pass ever in, a, in NFL history. So uh, he's going to be pushing for that uh, early on so they can just focus on winning the rest of the season. Uh, this is, again, my take on it. But I see the uh, New Orleans Saints – going 10 and 6 uh yeah 10 and 6 and it'll be between them and the uh Panthers for that conference uh that's totally just my take on it. I'm not sitting here claiming to be Nostradamus or anything like that and we'll go to And I'm sorry, we'll move on to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I feel like I was was talking to somebody out here earlier about this tonight, and uh, he asked me, uh, what did I think about any offseason moves that happened? And I told him, well, I felt like Alex Smith went to the wrong team. And that's truly how I feel. I feel like Alex Smith should have went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay should have traded at Jameis Winston to uh, the Redskins, uh, I feel like Jameis Winston would have fit in a little bit better there. And Alex Smith, all the Tampa Bay need is a game manager. They won, I think it was like at five games by less than three or four points last year. And that, to me, all goes into the offense not being able to move the ball late in the game. Alex Smith can move the ball late in the game. And then all you got to do is run it. You run the ball, get a field goal, you erase two of those three or three of those five losses that you had last year and you turn the season around that way. Uh, But this is all speculation on my end. But we'll go ahead and call the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, six and ten. Yeah, six and ten. I don't want to be rude and say five and eleven. But. I kind of feel that way anyway. Uh, And here we have the Arizona Cardinals uh, for the NFC West. Now, the Cardinals also are undefeated in the preseason. And like I said before, the preseason means absolutely nothing. It's just to get the muscles firing and making sure nobody... or Yeah, well, pretty much making sure nobody goes out there acting like they don't know what's going on with the offense. Uh, The Cardinals... It's gonna be a ugly one. Uh, four and twelve, or at best uh, seven and nine, is what I see coming from that team. Nothing spectacular. I really feel like Fitzgerald Sittle came on home to Minnesota with us. Moving on to the team that I actually go, that I think is gonna win the NFC West would be the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, now the Rams have a, I'm not going to say, excuse me, i was wiping sweat off my face. I'm not going to say the Rams have a soft schedule, but it's pretty much set up for them to go ahead and win out. And I'm going to go ahead and call 12 and four on a season. Uh, right now, I feel like that is pretty damn accurate. Uh, Jeff Goff or yeah. Jeff Goff will be coming back, and he'll look good this year. Uh, The one game I'm not sure about them uh, is the New Orleans game and the opening week against Oakland. Those two games I'm kind of unsure about, uh, but if they can win those games, they'll win 12 games easy this year. And uh, where are we now? these we only got two teams left in this so just bear with me uh we got the San Francisco 49ers for the NFC West and the 49ers they got a lot of hype around them uh and this is no kidding about this people talk about oh Jimmy G this Jimmy G that he's 6 and 0 in regular in the regular season when he starts games he's an effective uh quarterback Uh, What's his name? Bill Belichick and Tom Brady or Belichick, you know, that whole thing. He's one of his protégés, so he looks good. Well, think about this. Matt Castle, Jacoby Brissett. Both of them played for the New England Patriots. And when Tom Brady went down, they came in and for one game, well, Matt Castle played almost the whole season, I think. So Jacoby Brissett's case, he played one game and looked really good. And he's been getting contracts of getting, I'm sorry, getting jobs off of that one game. Matt Castle played. I think he, when he played for Tom Brady, not for Tom Brady and behind Tom Brady, when he was injured, he went 11 and five or something like that. That's pretty damn good. If your backup quarterback come in and go 11 and five, I don't know about y'all, but that, I mean, I'd be happy with that. Uh, but, yeah, I'ma call one, two, three, I'm gonna call nine and seven. And that's a good of man. Eh, I'm well eight and eight. We'll call it eight and eight. Because there's a couple games I'm uncertain about looking at their schedule. So I'm not even gonna say they're gonna win or lose those games, so we'll call it eight and eight, and I can say I was even on those. And the last team that we'll be talking about on this podcast, or this segment, I should say will be the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks have uh, quite a few new pieces and some missing pieces uh, that they will be looking to fill and hoping that they get filled in this upcoming season. And I see literally a 9-7 and season uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson will pass for over 3,200 yards. He might have 28 touchdowns uh total uh that's throwing and running which if you pick them up on fantasy it's gonna be a good look for you uh but i still think when it comes down to the crunch they're gonna underachieve and it will ultimately come down to pete carroll getting fired because he hasn't done anything since that super bowl i mean i'm just being honest about it this is again my take this is my take. It doesn't mean that these teams are gonna lose these games or these teams are gonna finish this way. It's just how I feel that the teams form based off of uh offseason transactions and the way that the team is looking currently. Uh somewhat of what they did in the past. But anywho, let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. Welcome back everybody. part two of the series and this particular podcast series we'll be going ahead and covering the NFC I mean sorry the AFC teams earlier we did the NFC and I'm pretty sure some of y'all disagree with some of the stuff I was saying but it is opinion and it's just a comment so that's what the whole thing is about uh if you do have a comment like I said before leave it in the comment section call in leave a voice message and I'll add it to the show uh If you want to just support your team or support the show, we'll also add that. If you have any comments for the show, uh, good or bad, I'll post it. doesn't really matter. It's just what you think. I'm not going to get offended by it at all. So here we go jumping into this. The first team uh, in the AFC that we'll be discussing is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Now, the Buffalo Bills have probably one of the worst teams in the NFL, but on the crazy thing uh, that I think they'll beat the Patriots one time this year. And I'll go ahead and call that. I don't know if it's going to be the first game or the second game, but they will beat the Patriots one year, one of these games uh, this season. Uh, but the Bills, their offensive rank as far as rushing was seventh in the league, which is good. They do have LaShawn McCoy coming back, which is really good for them. And they also have a – I think they're going to end up doing a running back by committees up there. The passing was 31st in the NFL. That ain't good. Uh, defense was 25th best overall. Uh, I'm be honest with you. If your defense is ranked lower than, let's say, the 11th through 13th defense in the NFL, you got a pretty solid defense. They're going to make some mistakes, but for the most part, they're going to do what they're supposed to, and that's close to the end of the game ensuring the easy victory and not getting your coach fired early in the season. Uh but let's go ahead and jump into this uh with the win loss records for these teams. Uh and again, they play in the same division with the uh New England Patriots and uh I don't see I'm be honest with you, I see maybe uh at best six and nine season for them. Uh I don't see any real reason for them. They this Listen to the lineup. They go to Baltimore, they go back home for the Chargers, and then they go to Minnesota, Green Bay, and Tennessee. Uh, and the reason I say ten, brought Tennessee up, I think Marcus Mariota uh, will be playing lights out this year. He's becoming a better game manager uh, for that team. As long as he can stay healthy, I think that the Tennessee Titans will do good this year. But the Buffalo Bills, not so much. Y'all get ready to be breaking a bunch of tables, diving, head diving into tables and stuff like that. That's just what the Buffalo Bills fans do. I don't understand it. Uh, But (laughs) a little side note, this will let you know that the team ain't worth about shit. The average ticket price for the whole season for the uh, Buffalo Bills is around 46 bucks. Other teams are around ninety to a hundred and twenty or something like that, and they are at forty-six bucks. So if you live in the Buffalo area, you'll always be able to get into a game. The next team we'll talk about is the Miami Dolphins, uh, and I think they'll do pretty good. This is another team that I think may beat the New England Patriots this year. Uh, I don't think it'll be handedly by any means, uh, but I do think they'll win. It may be a five-point game, but that's all they're going to need. You know what I mean? A win is a win, but let's look at their rec- their schedule. I'm sorry. Uh, now, going back into last season, this is something I didn't do earlier, and I probably should have, but I don't want to drag it on too long. Uh, the offensive rankings for last year uh, were 25th overall. The rushing for the Dolphins was 28th, and the passing was 17th. Uh, that could be due to Ryan Tannehill not playing. Uh, the offensive line sucks. They had that whole thing with Richie Incognito, you know, it's, and then there's chemistry things going on in the locker room. So hopefully they got all that stuff fixed. Oh, and, you know, it also doesn't help when your coach is doing cocaine in the locker room and shit. uh with, Chicks and jacuzzis, and you know, he's just partying big time and all of that. So, let's see what they look like this year as far as win loss records. I see one, two, three, four. F- I know I'm just counting five, six, seven. I see uh, five, five, and eleven, maybe, maybe seven and nine. If they do good, it'll be seven and nine, but it won't be better than that uh, by any means. Uh, I don't even know who they have at running back out there. They got rid of A.J. Ajayi, and he go to Philadelphia and end up winning the Super Bowl. Why would you get rid of that dude? It's chemistry things with the coaching staff. That staff out there is, uh, I'm not going to say they're horrible, but they're not good. I'll definitely say that. Uh The next team we'll be talking about is the New England Patriots, and Tom Brady is getting old. We're going to see if he's going to hit that Peyton Manning wall. You know Peyton Manning, when he hit 106, he couldn't throw 10 yards without his neck hurting him. Uh, But last year, the offense was the number two offense overall, uh, 10th in passing and second in rushing. Or I'm sorry, 10th in rushing and second in passing with 276 yards. Uh, The defense... Not so much. (laughs) This is probably why they got their ass handed to them in the Super Bowl, but the defense was ranked 28th. Uh, They allowed 114 rushing yards a game, which is why those running backs for Philly were able to open up and hit those holes easily because nobody knew how to tackle. Uh, And the passing defense is ranked 29th. That definitely is not going to help you do anything. Uh, The Patriots need to get back or start looking at better players through the draft. I don't know if Bill Belichick is just an idiot on the draft or if he's already looking for somebody that's slightly polished and he uses his draft picks to go and get those guys. Uh, Eric Decker retiring before the season started really didn't help him. I mean, you got the second-ranked passing offense, and then you lose a big part of your passing game because he doesn't want to play anymore and that's totally his decision i stick by it you know what i mean i mean not stick by it i stand by it uh the nfl is incredibly physical uh we make jokes about always oh, getting too soft and stuff like that but you get your Dale bell wrong one time and i mean you ain't even got to play football if you ever been punched in the damn head and you started feeling a little bit woozy that's a concussion buddy And them dudes fail that shit probably three or four times a game, 16 games out the year. So you got to multiply that. And it's just not a good look. Uh, But I do see the Patriots going 10-6 this year. Will they win a conference or win a division? Uh, I'm not 100% sold on it. Uh, they, They supposedly are the number one team in the AFC East, but I'm not buying it. Uh but if you listen to the teams that are in that conference, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, Patriots, and the Jets, they should win it easily. But I mean, hell, I think seven wins will get you <laughs> the number one in that division, but they need to win ten so they can get back into the playoffs and people will leave uh Tom Brady alone about this whole age thing, in which I think he about to hit that wall myself personally. You can't you can't play at that level for an entire career. LeBron gonna hit a wall and drop off and then he gonna start playing in the post. It's just how it goes. Uh, Usain Bolt, same thing. He gonna wake up one day and his fucking knee's gonna be hurting like shit and he gonna wonder what the hell did I do and it ain't gonna be nothing he gonna be able to do about it. I mean, it's just how it goes. You know what I mean? Uh, The New York Jets uh, offensive ranking last year was 28th. Uh, on the rush they were 18th and passing they were 22nd with 198.9 yards uh, throwing the defense was ranked 24th uh, and they gave up 234 yards passing now I feel a little bit optimistic about the New York Jets shout out to Rob Butters he a big a big New York Jets fan uh I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to help them this year. I don't think Sam Donald I don't I don't see it. I didn't see it at USC and I don't see it now. Uh maybe some of y'all have been able to watch this kid play. I personally haven't. Uh I mean, the games that I have watched, I wasn't impressed. Uh and you know, it's Teddy. You want to see Teddy Bridgewater do good and you know, he's a Viking, so once a Viking always a Viking. That's just how I see it. Uh, But I see the New England, I mean, New York Jets. One, two, three, four. We'll go eight and eight. Eight and eight, seven and nine. Uh, I don't even know if I'd be mad at that. You know what I mean? Uh, Especially with bringing in a new quarterback and one that was injured and then, you know what I mean, I think they got a new OC out there too, so that's going to either make the push for a playoff spot, go back a year, or it's going to be this year. Uh, That's really the only options that they have, you know what I mean? Spend another year in mediocrity or rise to glory. That's pretty much what all these teams are thinking. Uh, But not all of them. Most of them, they know they guarantee the playoff spot every year. You know, uh, I'm not gonna go into those teams because I don't want to give y'all any credit. But uh, here are the Baltimore Ravens. And now the Ravens last year, their offense, which was horrible, and I have never thought Joe Flacco was a in a league quarterback. And, some people may disagree about that. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl with Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs on his defense. And not to mention, Eloi Nata uh, playing uh, nose guard, defensive nose guard. So it wasn't too much getting past Helo Nata that Ray Lewis wasn't going to catch. Now, I'm going to remind you, all when Ray Lewis won a Super Bowl, I think he had like something like 17 tackles in the Super Bowl. Joe Lewis didn't I mean Joe Lewis. Joe Flacco didn't do shit, in my opinion, that game to deserve that. That's why Ray Lewis got the NF the MVP. Uh, he went out on top. And as you notice, they haven't done too much shit since then. Now, they may be getting the new breath of life. And another thing is that the uh Baltimore Ravens, for some odd reason, haven't had that one super explosive player on their offense uh, I think Lamar Jackson is that type of player I see a little Russell Wilson and a lot of Mike Vick in him just right handed and some, like I said send in your comments uh, how you feel about Lamar Jackson and if you don't have any opinion about them because you haven't watched them or haven't heard anything about them. Just go to YouTube and check out his highlights and check out him throwing bad plays too. And that's what I do. I don't go on YouTube and look at the hot, just highlights of people. I'll go and try to find videos of them messing up to where I can see how they fix a situation when they, when it's approached to them in a different way. So, you can tell how much the player is going to mature by doing that versus just looking at the highlights and being like, oh, well, Zion Williams, he can touch the top of the backboard. Damn, that ugly ass left handed jumper, you know, and I'm only saying that because I'm a Carolina fan. I like Zion. I think this dude is going to change college basketball, uh, the landscape, for at least the time that he is playing. And I think he's going to be one and done. That's my personal opinion. Uh, But the Baltimore Ravens are undefeated so far, and for some reason they signed up to have five preseason games. That's a little odd. Uh, Some teams have three, some teams have four, but this is the first team that I'm seeing have five. Uh, But the offense last the Baltimore Ravens offense last year under John Harbaugh uh, ranked 27. Uh, They were 29th in passing with 189.4 yards passing. The defense was 11th with 213. And now what you, like I said earlier, if your defense is ranked anywhere, like from 11 to 13, you got a pretty decent defense. You don't have, they don't have to be lights out, you know, get the top ranked defense. And then, uh, they just don't put it together. And then everybody's harping on, oh, well, you had the number one defense before the season started. Well, yeah, we didn't play any games, dumbass. Of course, we're going to be number one. Uh, But I see, uh, one, two, three, four, five. I think Pittsburgh going to shut them out. Honestly. Uh, they'll go into a bye week. And I think after that bye bye week is when Lamar Jackson will be back and uh, be back. And I think he'll be actually take the helm over from Joe Flacco. Uh, but yeah, I'll go ahead and call nine and seven on this. Uh, yeah, 9-7. I'm going to stick with that. It's good. And hopefully y'all are writing these down so y'all can throw it in my face little if I'm wrong about any of these. Uh, the next team we go to are the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the Bengals are – I don't know, man. They, they just – I don't know if it's Andy Dalton or what's going on with them. Uh, but the offense – over the offense, overall rank was 32nd. This is by far the worst offensive team in the NFL with 85 yards rushing, which ranked them 30th, and 195 yards passing, which ranked them 26th. Now you have a first-round draft pick in Andy Dalton, and you have targets, 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 targets. AJ Green, target to throw to and you can't put up over 200 yards passing, it's something, and maybe it's the OC for them. You know what I mean? Who knows? Maybe it's the head coach that needs to go. Uh, Marvin Lewis has done an amazing job, and he's one of the tenured coaches in the NFL right now, especially as a black NFL coach. Uh, There's not too many of them, and he has managed to keep his job year in and year out for – who knows? I don't know, man. I don't have that uh, information right here on hand. Uh, but I'm going to jump ahead. I'm going to go ahead into the transactions during the offseason a little bit so I can kind of get familiarized real quick about what's going on with their team. Uh, they have cut a defensive tackle, a defensive back, and a cornerback. Uh, the defensive back that they cut, George Ioka, we uh, picked him up. The Minnesota Vikings, we picked him up, and actually his number is 43, but he'll be switching to 28 uh, during the season. So I think that was a good pickup for us. Now this guy George Ioka, I think he's like six four and two thirty five or something like that, and he's a uh, free safety. You know what I mean? So that's a big dude running around back there. I probably wouldn't have got rid of him. I don't know what the logic was behind that, Uh, but they have had quite a few injuries and signed 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Uh, Signed 17, 14 at least, Uh, 14 defensive players has they signed to the roster since or since the offseason started from last year. Uh now they'll be out without uh vontes Burford uh, I do remember that he's got suspended. this is I think his second or third time getting suspended. Maybe it's the second. Uh but he was found to be having PEDs in his system. Uh they do have Matt Barkley also Uh, through the 2019 season, and Preston Brown. uh, He's an unrestricted free agent. A lot of people don't know who that is, but he's a linebacker. I do remember that name and him playing. uh, And oddly, they also have A.J. McCarron. Why would you keep him? Uh, They got Pac-Man. They got a bunch of – if you go through the roster, they have a bunch of good players on the team. For some reason, they like – a few other teams that I spoke about they're just not putting it together so we'll go ahead and go into their uh, win-loss for the season and I see one, 2, three. Uh, we'll go in 6-10 season for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, and they might be the best team in Ohio this year <laughs> who knows that's counting the Buckeyes including in that the next Ohio team that we'll be talking about is, you got it, the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns got a, uh, they're getting a little buzz behind them this year uh, with uh, Baker Mayfield possibly starting, uh, which is, they got Tyrod Taylor, and Tyrod is being a legitimate pro. He's helping the kid out to make sure he progresses towards the direction that he's supposed to be instead of, Playing the villain like, oh, well, I'm not giving up my spot to a a rookie coming in. You know what I mean? Instead, he's playing the adult in the situation. Let me see how I can help this kid get prepared in case he is the starter for the season. So, nothing but respect for that. Uh, But the Cleveland Browns' offense last year was ranked 24th, and that surprised the hell out of me. Uh, The offensive, they rushed the The team rushing was 17th and the passing was 21st with 201 yards a game. Uh, The defense was ranked 14th with, that's that's a pretty well-balanced defense. Uh, They only allowed 230 yards passing and 97 yards rushing. Uh, So uh, 300 yards total, a little bit over 300 yards total is what they gave up if they can bring that number down to around 290 uh that would be a dramatic improvement for them and it also would translate to w's which that's really what it's all about you know what i mean uh i listened to kind of sidetracking here today i listened to a bill simmons podcast last night where he was talking about all kinds of weird things happening with the NFL and certain teams and he brought up the whole Tyrod Taylor thing and he felt like Tyrod Taylor should have took the kind of the asshole approach but he's the media you know what I mean he wants that so it's going to help him have something to talk about oh there's some drama going on over here let me go ahead and see what's going on with that and me personally I don't get into that that's why I don't talk about the whole anthem thing that's fucking ridiculous it's freedom of speech that's it but <clears throat> excuse me moving on to the Cleveland Browns one loss uh, record for the year I'm going to go ahead and call this one two three four you yeah, know lose that game uh five, six, seven. Oh shit that's gonna be a <laughs> they are gonna go downhill at the end of the season there uh Let's see. I, I I see... I see five wins for them, so we'll call five and 11 on the Cleveland Browns. Hell, they might win four games. Who knows? I mean, it's just a big spectacle. It's the Cleveland Browns. And we'll go to the big dogs in that conference. Excuse me. Uh, the new... Not the New England Patriots. The Pittsburgh Steelers, who have a really good defense and a really good offense, which helps them. uh This is going to it. The offense was ranked fourth last year with 104 yards rushing, which put them at 19th in the league, and 273 yards passing, which put them at third. Now, the defense was ranked fifth with 105 yards rushing a game, which put them at ninth as far as rushing and two hundred yard, almost 200 yards even uh, for passing, and that held them at seventh, which those two, that, hey, that's really good. Uh, can't complain about that, but the Steelers always have a really good defense. Uh, they took a little bit of a dip when Troy Polamalu and all those guys started taking off on them. Uh, Ryan Clark had his issues, and he couldn't play in Colorado before he got traded and stuff like that, so... Hey, it is what it is, man. Uh but I see them losing one, two, three, four. Uh I see eleven and five season for them. Uh and it may be ten to six, but I feel strongly about eleven and five. Uh let's go to the best team in the state of Texas, who also happens to be the Houston Texans. I said it. Houston Texans are the best football team in the state of Texas right now. Uh, the Cowboys get rid of Jared Jones. Maybe they'll move into that number one spot. And I know y'all sound, but they are the second best team in the state of Texas. Yeah, there's only two teams. So they're also the last ranked team. You know, but anywho, it's all hearsay or, you know, opinion. That's what this is all about. Uh, the Houston Texans... Last year, this is of course with uh Deshaun Watson getting hurt. Uh, they still managed to do okay, not as good as they would have done with him. And I think everybody can be in agreement with this. The kid was lights out last year. I'm excited to watch him play this year. I uh, hope good things for him and the football team. Uh, and October 7th, they play. Dallas in H-Town, so that'll be a good look, and those tickets are starting out at $306. Whoa! Yeah, a bunch of people gonna be watching that bitch at home. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the offensive ranking was 21st last year, and the defense was 19th. Uh, and like I said, this is all because, not the defense, but uh, in again, a like much like the offense, the defense has to stay healthy. Uh, if they get Jadavion Clowney and uh, J.J. Watts healthy and that linebacker core stays healthy, I don't know if they still got brown Cushion back there. I'm not sure. Uh, but if they can stay healthy and they can keep, that offensive line can keep Deshaun Watson protected, I think they'll go 10 wins this year. That's totally... 100% honesty how I feel about that team. They have a decent run game, a really good quarterback. The receivers, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, is a house. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a house. Uh So that's pretty much how I feel about them this year. The next team that we'll be going on to is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Colts will be coming back with uh, Andrew Luck, another Texan. Uh, I don't <sighs> – I'm not. I'm be honest. I'm not a fan of Andrew Luck. I think. I think he uh, he probably should have went to the Canadian League, and that's no shot at him. It's just he probably wouldn't have been rushed as easily. You know what I mean? The Canadian game is a lot faster. You know what I mean? It's all, almost like flag football with pads and shit because of the way the field is set up, and it just feels like flag football when you're watching it. Uh, but the Indian, Indianapolis Colts last year. Their offense was absolute worst uh 31st ranking uh they were th- 21st in rushing and 30th in passing and that's never a good thing uh the defense was ranked 30 I mean 29th which hey maybe the defense could beat the offense who knows uh the cincinnati bengals washington where it's going. Let's see here. I will see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, I'll say this. If they do good, it'll be because they went eight and eight. Other than that, I see five and eleven. Uh, and if you're paying attention with all of these records that I'm calling out, I don't see any standout team that's going to win 12 or 13 games this year. I know it'll happen. I just don't no see from this point i just don't see which team it actually will be uh but moving on we'll get to the jacksonville jaguars and the jacksonville jaguars did really well last year uh their defense was ranked second in the nfl uh 21st against the rush and they were number one against the pass number one 169 yards the defense allowed through the air uh, the offense was ranked 6th, which is really good also. Uh, they rushed for 141 yards, which put them at 2nd, and they passed for a 224, which put them at 16th. Now, if they can bring that passing from 16th to maybe like 10th, that'll probably translate into them making another playoff push and possibly going and having another deep playoff run for the 2018 2018 2018, 2018 2019 season. I'm sorry. I'm getting tongue tied here. Uh, but let's go ahead. I see one, two, I see 11 and five. Hell, they may go 12 and four. I don't know. Uh, I don't look at their record from last year. And their big game this year, of course, is against Philadelphia on October 28th. And those ticket prices start at $359. That's ridiculous. And we'll go ahead and move on here. The little delays y'all are hearing and may hear some tapping is because I'm looking at my tablet while I'm doing this. Uh we got the Tennessee Titans. You now the Tennessee Titans, a fun team. Uh they got a good run game. Their offense was ranked number one overall with 202 yards passing. And Uh, I'm sorry, 202 yards rushing, and the passing was 195, which put them at 27th. Like I said, Mariota's not a passing quarterback. He can throw the ball, but his forte is read option, uh, quick pass, or take off and run the ball. Uh, That's how they used him at Oregon, and that looks like how they're going to continue to use him here in the NFL for the Titans. Uh, the defense was ranked 12th last year, uh, with 69 yards rushing, which was first. And on the flip side, 256 yards passing through the air. The defense allowed, which put them at 31st. Uh, honestly, if the secondary for them pick it up, and they let's say that the defense gives up right around 200 to 220. Uh, yards. I think that'll help them out, and they may end up nine and seven. Uh, hell, they may end up nine and seven anyway, and win two extra games because they play better defensively through the air. But we'll go ahead and call that nine and seven. And I'll run back through at the end of this. I'm gonna run back through and just tell you who I feel like will win their conference uh, based off of just what I've talked about and what I've seen so far and plus any transactions and anything like that. Now the Denver Broncos, I feel like they will be a lot better this year. Uh, Trevor Simeon, I don't know why the hell we picked him up. Uh, Trevor Simeon wasn't the guy for them last year. They picked up Case Keenum after they saw what he did for us in Minnesota and they wanted a little bit of that magic. I think everybody wanted a little bit of that magic. Case Keenum is really good at extending the play with his legs, Uh, and I think that's going to help them. Uh, You know, nobody really talks about, you know, the pass game, and they got uh, Demarius. uh, uh, Shit, I forgot his name, his last name but they got him out there and a couple of the tight ends good. The defense is uh, pretty stout, actually. Uh, they were ranked third last year, so they'll be bringing those guys back. And the win-loss record that I see for them will be one, two, three, four. 2, uh, Honestly, I see 9 and 7, 8 and 8. That's about the area that I see for them. Uh, they may do better than that. Uh, Vance Joseph, Looks like he will be trying to acclimate himself to the way that uh, Case Keenum plays. And and that'll be a good thing for Case because it'll give him some comfort knowing that the coach actually wants to see him succeed. So moving on to the next uh, team, which would be the Kansas City Chiefs, Uh, the Chiefs. Last year, the defense was horrible, uh, and I mean horrible. They were ranked 32nd overall, uh, 32nd against the rush, uh, and third against the pass, which is odd. Uh, They allowed over 200 yards rushing uh, last year, and the offense was the 15th best with being averaging right around 70 yards rushing, which put them at last in the NFL And passing, which 256, Trevor Simeon did that. They were ranked seventh. So, not Trevor Simeon, I'm tripping. Uh, But I was thinking about the Broncos. Uh, But now we got the Kansas City Chiefs, and I see one, two, three, four, five. I see six wins for them, maybe six and ten at the end of it. Uh, Good luck to any of you Kansas City Chiefs fans. It looked like it's going to be a a rough one for y'all. And that door you're hearing in the back is somebody walking out while I'm recording. Thank you, Emily, for that. Love you, babe. Uh, The next team we get to is the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, The Chargers, I I don't get Phillip Rivers. I really don't. Uh, But, you know, I'm not a coach, and that's Anthony Lynn's problem to kind of deal with Phillip Rivers and his underachievement. Uh, I'll give it this. He made one deep playoff run a few years back, and that's really all it was. Uh, it didn't go any further than that. He didn't extend that playoff run into the next season or anything like that. Uh, his best season, I think, is when he played hurt or something like that. Uh, but, like I say, since then, I haven't seen anything from him. I think... The Chargers will go eight and eight this year. If they do seven nine and seven, I'll be really surprised about that. Uh, and the last team that we'll be talking about is the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders were last last year were ranked twenty second, and that's what Khalil Mack. I think he was hurt a little bit towards the end of the season, and he wasn't playing at a hundred percent. So. Hopefully uh, they can resign that, resign him. Because if you let him go, I mean, like, why would you let go of Khalil Mack? You know what I mean? That's I I can't understand it. A dude is a, a straight monster. Hopefully Minnesota is watching that closely, and you know what I mean. Our linebacking core is good, but we could always use another linebacker. I mean, hell, everybody will say that, especially when it's Khalil Mack involved. Everybody want to get a little piece of that. So we'll go ahead and look into their schedule for this year right now. They're 2 and 1 in the preseason, which again, uh doesn't mean anything, but they beat <laughs> they beat the Green Bay Packers, so I'm happy about that. Uh I see one You know what? I feel good about this team. Uh hopefully uh Carr comes back and he is looking a lot better. John Gruden, I think, is too meticulous on some aspects of offense so much that he'll let go of other things, you know what I mean? Because so, uh, his his tunnel vision is so focused, you know, if that makes sense to anybody. Uh, but who knows? I could be wrong about this. Uh, but right now I see, yeah, we'll call it. Ten wins that'll be good they'll make the play they'll make a playoff push uh maybe a wild card position and then uh we'll see what happens from that. Sorry about the stammer and I was reading while I was talking <coughs> excuse me uh but going back over all of the conferences for each division or, or each division conference uh for the n f c east I see the Philadelphia Eagles winning that one. Uh, we'll call about two games. The NFC North, uh, the Minnesota Vikings will win that one for the second year in a row. Uh, the NFC South, I'll call the Carolina Panthers to win that one. The AFC, NFC West, I think the Rams will win that. The AFC West, i call... I think the Oakland Raiders will win that one. Yeah, the Oakland Raiders will win that uh, division. The AFC South will belong to the Houston Texans this year. Uh, The North will belong to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the AFC East will belong to the New England Patriots. And that might be the playoff lineup that we end up looking at, plus the two wildcard teams Uh, the wild card games I'm sorry that'll be going on so everybody will be getting a little extra football going on this year and a little side note that I saw this morning uh, is that Jerry Jones is trying to take it into his hands to extend the football season get rid of the preseason games and extend the football season to 18 games long instead of 16 games long now this would also go into the NFLPA would have to re- negotiate contracts because there's two more games in the season and the players don't want to give up those two games for free because what if you get hurt doing one of those games? Then it's just like, well, it wasn't in my contract for me to get play- paid at the time. So I got to wait another two weeks for me to get paid or what's going on? You know what I mean? You always want to look at it from a business aspect and the business is the buck. You know what I mean? What is it? what is it that I'm going to benefit from playing two more games from you? You know what I mean? Do am I getting like a $4 million bonus added onto my check? Is this going to result in a contract extension or is this going to solidify me going or getting traded to a team that'll give me exactly what I want? Uh, Tell me what you think about that. And that'll wrap it up for this podcast. Other than that, I appreciate you guys for coming out, or appreciate you for tuning in, and hope all is well with you, and may your team succeed this year. I also want to give a special shout-out to Vanessa House Brewing Company. My cousin Nick and his friends have started their own brewing company for the past few years, and they have a large assortment of flavors. If you can't find it in your area, just go ahead and look them up on Instagram and ask them where you can purchase it at. And that is Vanessa Brewing Company on Instagram. I'm not sure if they have a Facebook yet. I'm waiting on Nicholas White to hit me back or Ryan White, one of the white kids who are black. And y'all have a good day. Peace.